0: Everybody. Thanks for down on the show. We got an interesting episode today on how to hire a virtual assistant. Now this is going to be something very unique because what I'm doing right now is actually testing out, putting my, putting actually my podcast episode and doing it as video as well. So I'll probably be uploading this to maybe YouTube or one of those other multimedia platforms just to see how this is going to go. Cause I'm testing it out right now. You've heard my voice. You maybe see my picture. Now you're going to see me talk in real time, I guess, on, uh, what we're going to be doing. So we're going to test this out. Hopefully this will be okay. So all right, guys, back to what we're talking about today. We are talking about how to hire a virtual assistant. Now, what is a virtual assistant? Now, a virtual assistant can be many things to many different people. What they basically do is they are going to take away some of the tasks that most small business owners do not want to do. So what you can do is when you hire a virtual assistant, you can give them the work you don't want to do, right? Which is what we, what we basically talked about. So how is this helpful? Well, we got to think about a few different things, right? So we talked about in many episodes that when you're doing, a, when you're running a business, actually, you're going to be juggling many balls in the air. And there are some that are obviously very vital, like dealing with clients, landing deals, and all that sort of stuff. But then there's the other side, where, which may not be super exciting, which is maybe writing a blog, a uh, blog, going through emails and doing all some of these things that you just don't really want to do. So why? that's how we bring virtual assistants in. Now, there's a very few different ways that you can bring them in. One, you can either go to an actual virtual assistant site that obviously they sell virtual assistant services. Now, there are a lot of firms that are like that. And, uh, obviously for a lot of these ones, they're going to be, it's almost like a sales call that you're going to have to be part of, you know, you're going to reach out to them and the company itself I'm talking about. And they'll say they have a roster of potential, vir- I'm going to call them VAs at this point. So a lot of VAs, virtual assistants, so VAs that uh, can do almost all these different tasks. on so what you can do, and then they're going to either offer you either Uh, a specific VA that you might want, Uh, they will give you a rate plan to say, you know, okay, if you want a VA for X number of hours, it's going to cost you this much, right? Uh, And you can obviously increase or decrease the package depending on what tasks you want to do and how much time. Because a a lot of the things that you have to realize is when you hire a virtual assistant, you're basically hiring for their time and their skills. So you need to be very careful with how you're going to budget that Another option, aside from going to virtual assistant or VA sites that sell these services, obviously is going through some of the sites that I think we talked about before, like Fiverr. Uh, I I recently went on Fiverr just to look at different VAs, and they are all over the board in terms of what they can do and how much it's going to cost. Now, there are some that can do it for $6 an hour. There are some that do it for you know they can either charge hourly, which I've seen, and depending on which seller that you're looking at, I've seen some packages where for two hours then it's six dollars and eighty nine cents, and they'll do certain tasks um all the way up to maybe a certain number of hours. they might cap the hours like at eight hours or twelve hours or i've even or you have some that will actually go all the way to am thirty days, and they'll say and I think I've seen some that they'll actually say. For let's, I think the most I saw was about $1,000 for 30 days of uh, VA work. And obviously, it depends on the variety. Uh, obviously, you want to be very, you'd be very particular with the VAs that you're looking for, because if you want the perfect VA, and I'm going to use the word perfect here carefully, that they can do everything, they know all the latest technologies, all the different software platforms that are out there, and they're an expert in everything. Uh, if you get something like that, expect to pay a lot more. Right. Versus if you decide to give some tasks that are a little bit, quote unquote, easier to do, then that's something will be a little bit less. But this could probably be the first uh, person that you can bring on and versus hiring an actual an assistant as a employee. Now, you have to keep in mind when you hire any assistant, let's say you actually hire an office assistant that is working with you in the same office or even, uh, you know, even if they get to work from home, let's let's say they're a virtual assistant, I guess. um, When you hire an actual employee, you're going to be paying a lot more for that because you're not just paying their hourlies. You also got to consider payroll taxes that you might need to do, especially if you call them an employee. That's why, you know, because there's a few different classes we can talk about. When you bring someone in, you have a few choices. You can bring them in as a contractor. You can bring them in as a part-time employee or a, or a full-time employee and anything with that word employee means that you're going to be paying from, as the owner payroll taxes you have to probably have some type of workers' compensation should they get injured and yes this is still they may be offering virtual assistant services but I'm sure you still have certain things that you have to do now maybe I'll bring on a labor lawyer or an HR lawyer or HR a uh, specialist that can kind of talk through these, some of these things more specifically. Uh, Cause obviously this video is going to be very, this podcast video is going to be very general uh, from it because obviously I can't say we're talking about one particular business because my audience has are owners of all these different types of businesses. There are products, services, their products or services that they, that they do. So I'm not going to get too specific from that particular thing, but I will try to keep it very general. So anyways, what kind of qualities should you actually look for? Uh, in a VA. Now, for a VA, you got to think about a few different things, right? Because there are certain qualities that you want and certain qualities you don't want. But I think in general, you want the first one is reliability, right? You want to be able to rely on them to get whatever tasks that you assign them done. All right. Now, they have to be also very responsive to this because depending on what type of business you're running, things that are time sensitive, you want to make sure it gets done. So what should you give them? Well, I wouldn't suggest giving your first your, the first VA you ever bring on board the most complex task that's going to require all this work that needs to be done on that day. Probably not the best idea. Probably give them something small. And it's one of those things that you want to get comfortable with your VA. You want to give them enough tasks to give them some easier tasks to to do first that you can then start to evaluate their quality of their work. Once you are getting comfortable with how they are doing things, then you can start giving them more complex tasks, right? So that's what you want to make sure. So test their reliability first. All right. The second quality you want to think about is attention to detail. Now, what do you mean? Well, if you're going to give them a idea for, let's say, proofreading your blog posts or proofreading an email or anything where you're going to be writing, they're going to be basically looking at it. They're going to be, you know, spell checking it and grammar checking it, whatever you want to talk about. Can they are are they do they notice these things right? Or if you gave them like a a spreadsheet or something that they need to do data entry for, you know, you need to make sure you can actually evaluate that to see the good VAs should do proofreading tasks and data entry tasks. Those are probably two of the most standard things that you would most likely give a VA is proofreading and data entry of some kind, and evaluate their work again. Are they are they do they make a lot of mistakes? Okay, if they're making a lot of mistakes, then okay, that's something that you might have to raise a red flag on, right? So you have to make sure you can really test them for that to make sure that they can do that. Another thing, number three, organizational skills. How organized are they? Now, you got to remember the more you give them, the more this skill is very important. If the only thing you're giving them to do is to, let's say, proofread a blog that you're going to post on your website great, then that's all they have to do. But if you're asking them to do proofreading, data entry, customer service, project planning, travel planning, all these different things, and some of these tasks can be done by a VA, can they manage it? All right, because that's what you have to very keep in mind. If they have trouble with or keeping all those different things there, then maybe you got the wrong VA if they're having trouble, right? And maybe you have to take some tasks away, And only give them a couple of tasks. But then keep in mind, if I'm going to give you, and you have to speak to your VA when you're talking about this, if I'm expecting these five things that you have to do, you cannot do those five things and you can only do two of the five. It's either one, I'm not going to pay you the amount of five tasks if you're paying them hourly or monthly or whatever, or I'm only going to pay you just for these two specific tasks only. And that's going to reduce their rate of pay, right? So that's why you want to make sure they're organized. But also you have to think about two. Depending on what you do, for a lot of VAs, they are paid via hourly, right? So you can, and, but also at the same time, if you're only booking them for, let's say, uh, three hours a day. Well, for most of these VAs, they're freelancers, right? So a lot of them, you might not be the only client that they have. So that case, you have to be very wary of it, is, all right, if they're, multi, if they're juggling a few other clients and a few different bunch of tasks, keep in mind what you're paying for. Right. So you want to we'll we'll talk about that in the interview questions, which you're probably going to ask them. But the next thing we'll talk about, number four here is communication skills. Now, majority of the time they're going to be remote, so they could be in another country. Uh, They could be local. Now, obviously, it might be easier for local to have local VAs that you can just quickly, aside from sending them a quick email or something, you can give them a quick call and say, hey, can you do this, that and the other? Right, but keep in mind hiring someone local. I'm not, and, I'm, and just keep in mind, I am not suggesting that we always outsource everything to overseas uh, people. Now, a lot of companies do that because the hourly rates for though for the people that are done, they're doing this remotely that are not within your country are a little bit less than what would be if you hired someone locally here. You know, we're in Canada. You can hire someone, which would make it easier, but their fee might go up just because we all know what the cost of living is here in Canada, right? And a few dollars here in Canada might mean a lot more to people overseas because when you can change the currency, when they convert the currency, they feel like they're making way more doing it. That's why there's the allure of outsourcing to that. So, but keep in mind, the communications you're going to be working with is – You know, if you're dealing with someone overseas that might not be their first language of English, you will have to make sure that it's probably going to be 99 percent of the time are going to be emails um, and maybe Zoom calls. Right. But then setting Zoom calls up and making sure and also knowing the time difference as well, because ideally you would think maybe having a local person would be great because if I'm my office opens from eight to five, then that's will be the person that we're going to hire the VA is going to be there. We're we're in the same time zones. It's a little bit easier to work with. But you got to we got to weigh the pros and cons because having someone local, like I said, might be a little bit more per hour or more monthly if we're do, if we're paying the monthly versus uh, someone overseas. But communication skills are very are very essential because you need to make sure that you, how you're going to communicate with them. What is the most be, what is the best way that it works for both of you? Obviously, could the advantage of obviously working with someone local. I can just give them a quick phone call. I can shoot a quick text. I can't shoot a quick text to someone overseas, especially if they're six hours or eight hours behind or 12 hours ahead. Right. So you might, so you got to find the time difference. The issue was going to be something you have to consider, but making sure that they are very clear with you. So first you need to be, make sure your communication skills are very, very strong, that you're very clear with what you're asking for them to do. And you're communicating what needs to get done. If there's a time frame there that needs to, this task needs to be done by, that has to be clear. You cannot just say, all right, here's some data entry. Can you please complete it? When is it due? Right? So you need know. to make sure you set those, client, those those timelines there. Now, we have to think about – so we we talked about some of these things, but also what are the benefits of having them? Well, obviously, the most ideal thing about hiring a VA is it frees up your time. Right. So then I so for me as a as a podcast host, for example, if I was to hire a VA, I would hire them to do a lot of the admin tasks that I would do, whether that's reaching out via emails, answering any questions that maybe uh, potential guests have when they want to come on the show, you know, asking to deal with that while I'll be focused on or sorry, well I'll be actually recording the actual podcast and working with and uh maybe lending sponsorship deals or other things that can also generate income for my business, right? So I would hire them to do do some uh, data analytics work. I'll say, here is my listener data. Who are who are the best? Where are my listeners coming from? What are the age range that they work for? So I'll be asking them to dissect the data that, that, I, that I'm getting. I can say, organize all my contacts and say, who have we reached out to to get them on the show and who hasn't responded? Maybe we just shoot a quick follow-up. So I'll have them do these kind of things. But a lot aside from that, like I said, they're going to free up a lot of my time so I can focus on recording and really working with the guests uh, in almost real time when we're recording to really get a good interview out of it, right? It's also the second thing of, of one of the benefits it has as well is you get that extra set of hands, man. So a lot of that is going to be, like I said, you're going to be overwhelmed trying to do everything in your business. So to have someone there just help you just take a few items off your plate will mean a lot so that you can... Pre- potentially reduce the burnout that you have unless you're doing everything, right? Do you have a small business story to share? The SME Stories podcast is looking for entrepreneurs to share their tales of success, failure, and everything. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or know someone who would be a great fit, please contact us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. That's northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. Another thing that you can think about too, one of the benefits of it, it gives you a more organized workspace, right? So this is because I'm not going to be looking for all these different things. If I've handed all those off to a VA, then, and assuming it's a good VA that they can keep everything organized, they keep you on point. So it's more like they'll say, okay, Ken, you focus on recording the podcasts. I'll focus on making sure everything else runs smoothly in the background, right? But it's also having a good, and I'll mention this last point here for I guess one of the benefits of it as well, is having an image, knowing maybe more of a bragging right maybe, maybe not breaking right, let's say better image is that if you're dealing with guests or you're dealing with clients to say that you actually have an assistant that helps you out, right? And because no one expects you to do everything, right? Having someone there to know that, okay, if you need to reach, if you have any questions, please reach out to my assistant, whatever their name is, right? And they can help you with that. As long as you give them the script of here, the things that you can do here, the things you maybe would, so here are the things that you you have the freedom to do when it comes to talking with certain people. And then here are the things that I need to really talk to potential clients, sponsors, guests, whatever you want to call it. I, that's the one you'll need to run it by me. right? So that gives you, you know, a, a nice division of labor of how to do that. Now, we've talked a lot about things, that what, uh, what they are and all the things. But well, I'm just going to bring up a few things before we talk about how to interview for them. What can you actually get them to do? So I'm just going to give a few different examples of things that can, that a VA can do for you. Okay. So one of the things we talked about this already, we've talked about two things already, one data entry. So if you have a lot of, whether it's paper forms or something where you need to enter, let's say all of your invoices or all of your receipts. So let's say you don't have uh, an accounting software, you're just using, let's say Google Sheets, Microsoft Excel, what you can do is literally have them go through all your expenses, for example, and enter them into a simple Excel spreadsheet or Google Sheets document. So to keep track of all your expenses with dates and amounts and tax amounts, whatever, they can do that for you. Uh, We also talked about um, proofreading. Yes, proofreading is something that they're going to be doing. So you're going to be giving your, if you're, especially if you're writing a blog, maybe in this case, let's say I'm writing a script, for example, uh, for a podcast. Have them proofread that before I record or before you post it, right? They can also potentially do web research, right? They can go on chat rooms, they can go on forums, read other blogs, read other databases that are there, and see what's currently going on in your particular space, and they can have some recommendations on. Hey, here are the current trends that are that we see of what you're trying to do. So that's something that you can do. You can have lead generation service that they can do, right? So building all of – can we give them all your contacts, all your clients' uh, information, organizing it, reaching out to other potential prospects or clients by cold calling, cold emailing. You can have them do something like that, right? You can actually have them be your social media assistant. So if, let's say, you have a platform that you want to post on social media, and I'm posting my current social media myself, and it does take some time, get, passing that task on to them will help them say, okay, how?" That, that's why I was always impressed when I would go on to, let's say, uh, social media, and I see different companies that are posting every day. and I'm like, how do they do this? How much time do they, how are they posting it every single day? Well, obviously, for a lot of these uh, social media um, tools, you can plan your posting. So having a month's worth of postings being organized by your VA in terms of when to do it, and also seeing, if you can find out from your assistant, your VA, actually, when is the best time to post? what time, when will I get most engagement? So you can have them post for you, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you want to do, um, that'll help. Also knowing aside from, and also maybe potentially engaging in it. So when someone comments on a social media post, having your VA actually respond back and just get that engagement that a lot of people like to talk about, right? So we also talked about a few other things. We talked about uh, travel planning. So if you're one of those that you're always go, 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 you have to go to different client sites, organizing your calendars with your VA so they can book you in with different meetings um, can help a lot along the way. So, you know, if you have client meetings in a certain city for this month, we're going to try to organize, okay, you're going to you want to best utilize your time. So if I, want, I have to visit a bunch of different clients, you know, maybe they can organize based on their geography of where your clients are, and we're talking like whether they're in the same city, same province, same state or same country, then they can organize potential times that you can, if you can't physically go there, if it's a simple Zoom call or just even a phone call with with prospects or clients to make sure everything's going okay, they can organize your calendars for you. So that's also good. They can talk, you can uh, also talk about Transcription services. Now, keep in mind, I offer transcription services, so I always say, reach out to me if you need that, but they can also do that as well. So if you want to have something transcribed from an audio meeting or a video meeting or something, that's something they can do as well. So there's a lot of different things that they can do, right? So we talked about all these different things. So let's get back to how do you interview your VAs? Well, you have to think about what tasks are you going to need help with? We talked about proofreading and and data entry. Are you going to be using them for? Are you going to use them for social media, all that sort of thing? So first things first, before your interview, how to interview a potential VA? First, literally define what it is that they're going to be doing. What types of tasks are they going to be doing? Now, in a perfect world, they can handle everything. But if that's the case, they also means that you're going to look for a VA. the VA who does everything is going to be expecting more of a compensation. Right, so you want to make sure if you can't if you can't afford the one that can literally take everything off your plate, and the only thing you got to do is because I'll tell you that that's what my I would love to have in this point. I would love to have a VA that handles everything, and all I get to do is the fun stuff of recording these podcasts with uh, an with a guest, and we go for like an hour, and then I just toss it to my VA. They'll send it over to some editors to get that thing. They'll have then then they'll be able to post it on they'll post it online. They'll upload the podcast. Everything will be transcribed. They'll have social media done. They'll deal with all the customer service questions they might have um, working with the clients. And all I get to do is focus on recording that next one with a new guest and all that stuff. So that would be my perfect vision. But if I want all that, that's going to cost a lot of money. So maybe I don't start with that. So maybe the first thing is figuring out – you're going to be taught. This could be a, a thing where you're talking with the VA that but the potential VA you're going to be working with. Hey, you! do you need a voiceover? Well, look no farther. Northway Capital Group has your answer. Commercials and explainer videos, ABR and voicemail, health and wellness, corporate training and e-learning announcements, documentaries and biography. Contact us on social media or email us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. So like I said, figure out what you want them to do. That you, that you can pay for. Because like I said, go, going online and reviewing, you know, based on different VA's skill sets, what they can do. The more tasks, the more money, the more expense you're going to be paying. So maybe start with something light and then work your way up. So figure out what you want is super important. Okay. The next thing you want to think about is once you have an idea of your VA that you're looking for, once you figure it out, is to start looking through VAs right so i talked about fiverr you can talk about upwork you can talk about these companies and if uh, especially for fiverr you know you can actually take a look at some of their portfolio of people who they've worked with now in my case i would look for a va that can handle or that has experience working in working with a podcast host like myself right if you're a real estate agent you would want a va that has real estate experience being a va uh, same thing for any type of thing if you're a marketing company. You want someone with, you want a VA with marketing experience. So it makes simple things like that. So figuring out, you know, what can they actually do? Not just tasks, not the skills that they can do, but what what type of industries have they supported, right? The next thing about asking the next possible question is, okay, how many clients do you are you working with right now? That's a very important one. Because like I mentioned in the previous thing, if you are working with if you only can get, let's say, two hours, you can only afford two hours worth of work per day for a VA, then if they're juggling six or seven other clients, then you got to be careful with, with what you're going to be doing, right? Because they might. It, the more you give them – so the, the more you invest in your VA, then the more they can focus on you, right? If I'm only giving them an hour – if I only expect an hour a day, that's all I can get, and, they might not be able to be super responsive within that hour because they can be working with several others. If I keep them for you know eight hours a day on the other hand, then that means they're totally focused on you. So that's when you have to weigh about weigh about that right And if it, let's say if you're not going through a Fiverr and you're going to let's say people who have the VA site because a lot of VAs are freelancers, so they'll have their own website, well take a look at their website, look at their social media accounts, right? Do they write blogs? Well, let's read a few blogs that they've actually done. You know, how do they respond to customer inquiries and customer service? So you want to take time with some of these questions you're going to be asking them. Aside from so we've all, we've talked about first thing you should know is what you're going to be asking them to do. Secondly, we're talking about you know what type of experience do they have? Do they have someone in particular? Do they have experience in your industry. That's a very another thing you need to know. You know, you need to evaluate their social media accounts and their websites if they have one. So you can see the kind of quality of work that you're doing, right? What else you can do with, and basically we want to keep it too general. We don't want to be too specific. I'm not going to tell you here the 20 different questions you would ask them. That's a lot, right? Because depending on your business, you're going to have different questions for them. So I'm trying to keep this very general, but things you should look at. But the most important thing you do is once you figure out the potential via that you are working with, set up a call or video chat, with every single potential VA that you have. That's the most important because if you, it's one thing to read off a resume or off a website. It's another thing when you're actually engaging with them, because especially in this case, if I'm talking to a VA, I would prefer to talk to them as opposed to email, but I, there might be certain tasks I will email out. But for the actual engagement, I want to have someone that I can really talk to like, in, whether it's a phone call or a, or a Zoom call or whatever, and I want them to be able to be very responsive. And I want to hear how they engage and how to talk with me. Right. So that, that's going to be something you need to chat. You need to actually set up a time to chat with every single one of them. And then figure out the last part of this whole thing is how are you going to compensate them? Are you going to compensate them hourly? Or are you going to compensate them with a monthly fee? That's what you got to figure out. And hopefully you can scale your business up that eventually you can turn them into whether it's a full-time employee or a contractor that you have them for eight hours a day. Then that's something that that'll be great to have. So we talked about a lot of these different things, but at the end of the day, hiring a VA is definitely going to be a smart investment for your business. If you can afford it, like I said, evaluate your finances on that because I think personally having the time to focus on the things that you can do well versus things that, you either don't like or are not good at. Um, a lot of my guests you hear, or you hear on the show have said the, basically the same thing. They basically said, focus on your strengths, outsource or hire your weaknesses. Now, that's a really good point. So think about that. And eventually, once you have enough funds saved up that you can start utilizing it, then maybe that's something you can do. So All right, guys, I think we're basically done on this episode today. So like I said, just as a reminder, before you hire a VA, make sure you have a good budget for it. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcriptions that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. If you can literally only afford an hour a day, then fine. Then that's all you should start with. Then maybe that's what you start with. So at least that takes one task off your plate. And uh, slowly, I always say, hire slowly, fire quickly. Especially for something like this, because if you don't have a lot of funds to begin with, you do not want a long, drawn-out process to get rid of your VA. You want to get rid of them and look for the one that will actually make the most sense, that you work really well with, and uh, that can really deliver the results that you're looking for. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed this. Now, when also you can also check this out as well on the blog, because this is actually going to be. Uh, I actually have a blog post for this particular episode. So check go, check it out at northbeatcapital.ca. All right, guys. I had a great time recording this. I hope you had a great time listening to it. And we'll see you on the next one.